0: listening to Tales from the First Tee, I'm your host Rich Easton, broadcasting from beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. I dedicate this episode to everyone and anyone who's lost an item of value on the golf course. I mean everybody misplaces something of value once in a while we're human we get distracted or forget to make a mental note when we put things down I mean most of the time we're multitasking and like I said we are distracted from something else or we get so focused on something else you know like maybe you just got to your place and you've got to go to the bathroom I mean who doesn't have that situation it happens to me way too much but You get focused on something else, and you got to go do that thing, or somebody greets you, or you see somebody, and now you're in the moment, and you're living in the moment, and you're not thinking about, okay, where am I going to put my keys, where am I going to put my wallet, my cell phone, things like that, and so what happens is when that happens to you, and it's time to get whatever that thing is that you placed, you haven't made a mental note of it. And it's like, okay, where the hell did I put the keys? Where the hell's my wallet? And if it's not us, we definitely know somebody who all the times are looking for their keys, their wallet, their cell phone, their you, know, you name it. So it's probably us. I mean, why, why point our fingers at somebody else? We all do it. I remember one time I couldn't find my cell phone anywhere. And I'm calling it and I'm calling it. And, I, and all of a sudden I hear like this muffled sound and I call it again. I open up the refrigerator and I put it in there, I guess, when I was putting my groceries in there. I mean, that's a lame brain thing, right? (music) And I guess part of the aging process, and that starts since birth, but part of the aging process is we're taking in so much information and just things happen to our brain that our memory uh, tends to dissipate over time. And so I was worried. I'm like, I keep losing things. Now, I've been losing them since I'm a kid. And, you know, I was was playing golf with somebody the other day and he goes, my father used to say, if your head wasn't attached, you'd lose that too. And I said to him, my dad said the same thing. So I've been losing stuff my whole life. But I was worried because, you know, you get older and you're like, oh no, is this... Is this starting? Is this going to be one of those things where I start forgetting everything? So I go online. I'm researching it, and I decide to take this test. There is this Alzheimer's dementia test where they put four scenarios, and they compare them to each other. And if your behavior was one way, you're just aging. If it was another way, uh-oh, you better watch out. You might have dementia or Alzheimer's the hell could I forget the word Alzheimer's? But see, that's my point. So anyway, here's the test. So there's two columns on the left, normal aging on the right, Alzheimer's. So the first thing had to do with decision making. And under the column normal aging, it said you make some bad decisions once in a while. And under the Alzheimer's uh, column, it said you make poor judgment and decisions a lot of the time. All right, hold on to that. So now we go to the second one, and it has to do with remembering time and awareness of time. So under the normal aging, it said you forget which day it is, and you might forget what the date is. And under the Alzheimer's is you lose track of time and date a lot of times during the year. Now understand, I'm retired, and every night's like a Saturday night, but let's keep going. Now we go to the third one, and it has to do with speech and conversation. And under normal aging, it says, sometimes you forget which word to use. And under Alzheimer's, it says, trouble having conversations. And then the last one has to do with losing things, which is the basis for this podcast today. And under the normal aging, it said, Loses things from time to time and under the Alzheimer's column. It said misplaces things often and Sometimes unable to find them and I'm like holy shit. I'm in all of those columns So I get done with the survey and here's my conclusion I've made some poor judgments on more than one occasion in recent years I've lost track of the days and dates as just a matter of retirement. And it really is a wonderful thing because I haven't missed any major occasions. I just might wake up and say, okay, is it a Wednesday or is it a Thursday? When it comes to conversations, I sometimes have trouble finding words. And I certainly have trouble having conversations, particularly about our current political environment. I mean, half my friends are Republicans. Half my friends are Democrats. So I clearly have trouble in a lot of those conversations. And then when it comes to misplacing or losing things, I misplace my cell phone several times a week. I mean, there's so many times when I'm rushing out of my place, I'm shooting over to the golf course, and all of a sudden I look and I don't see my phone there. And in my car, there's a way you could try and find your phone. And if you can't uh, place certain things from your phone or you know, use your contact list to make a call, your phone's not in the car. And quite frankly, if not for the fact that I like to play music when I'm I'm playing golf, I wouldn't even turn around, I'd go to the golf course, and when I get back to my place, I check my phone to see how many important calls I have. Some would even say on occasion, I lose my wallet when it comes time for paying for drinks. But I think that's just alligator arms. So I started thinking about my answers to this little test and I started thinking, hey, wait, I am dating this woman with two teenage twin daughters who as brilliant as they are, and they're bright girls, they make poor judgments and decisions. They lose track of time. They might not have trouble conversing with kids their age, but certainly they do with adults. And they misplace things all the time. So I think my conclusion is I've got arrested development because I think I act like a teenager. And I think most golfers that I know and play with have some sort of arrested development. I mean, we span a a tremendous amount of money on golf clubs, $50 on golf balls that we know we're going to lose sometime. And, you know, sometimes at Charleston Nationals, the first three holes. Some of us continue to order more beverages from the cart girls in hopes that the more we drink, the better we get. Or for some of the young guns, the more they order, the better their chances are of getting a date with the cart girls. And when it comes to golf bets, man, don't even get me started. Most matches are won and lost on the first tee box when everybody lies about their handicaps. So it really shouldn't surprise me how much stuff is lost and left behind on golf courses. I mean, golf clubs. Now I would say mostly wedges, irons, every once in a while, a driver. And I've even seen putters turned in at the end of a round where somebody found it on the golf course. And here's a newsflash, golfers. A putter is something you need on every hole. So either somebody had two putters, they were trying them out, and they left one behind, or they were just so shitty at putting, they decided, screw it, I'm just going to use my wedge here on out. I mean, lost wedges kind of make sense to me. I mean, a lot of times, you're coming up to the green area. Your ball is off the fringe or somewhere in the rough. And you've got to bring a wedge or two, and you've got to bring your putter. And so what happens is after you hit that wedge shot and it lands on the green, the, the next thing you're thinking about is I got to make the putt. So you drop your wedge or your wedges, you walk to your ball, you mark it, you're watching everybody else, and now the golf game becomes putt-putt. There are several elements to a golf game. There's a long game, the driving game, the iron game, the sand game, and then putting. And when you get to the putting surface, everybody typically has one club in their hand, and they're all trying to make their putt. So you're focused on the putt. You're focused on making it, watching other people putt, looking at the line. I mean, your head is totally in the moment. So when you're done putting, and let's say you've made your putt, you're ecstatic. So you go in and you pull your ball out, and now what you want to do is walk to your cart and get ready for the next hole because you're feeling really good about that putt. Or you miss it. You two putt, you three putt. Now you're pissed and like, oh, and you bend down, you pick up your ball and you're totally disgruntled. I mean, your whole attitude has changed from when you started the hole and all you're thinking about is, God damn it, why did I miss And you're walking to the hole and you're going to put your putter in, you're going to get in the cart, you go to the next hole. And maybe you lost a bet on that hole, so you're feeling pretty badly about yourself. And you might not know about that missing club until you get to the next hole where you either need to chip or you need that, let's say, 100-yard shot in. And you go into your bag and the club is missing. And now you've got to invent a shot with a different club that you haven't practiced with. So if you have a 100-yard shot, you either have to take your 125-yard club or your 85-yard club and figure something out. And usually that spells disaster. So now it starts playing in your head, and you're like, I got to get this club. So, what do you do? Do you turn around and you look for it, or do you wait till you finish around and go to the pro shop? I mean, it's a dilemma. I mean, you can't believe some of the stuff that's left on golf courses golf hats, gloves, range finders. Man, range finders cost as much as some drivers do, I and mean, they become very expensive. Cell phones, wallets, wedding rings. <laughs> Honest story. I have lost at least three wedding rings over the course of 30 golf years. I mean, my left ring finger would get calloused when I try to play golf with a wedding ring. Also, that's the hand that I wear my golf glove on. And so it was very uncomfortable. So I would take my wedding ring off when I play. And I have this Chivas Regal, kind of like this felt bag that I believe I got sometime when I bought a fifth of scotch. And I'm noticing more golfers have these chevis bags. So either Chivas bags are a thing now or a lot of guys are drinking scotch. Maybe both can be true. So I would take my ring off and I would put it in my shivus bag. But in that bag, I'd also have change. I'd have a few dollars to pay some golf bets. I'd have tees. I'd have markers. I've had green repair tools. So this was like my catch-all bag for just about everything. So it would over time... I'd go in there, I'd pull some of those things out that I'd use on the course, and, you know, the rings must have fallen out. At least that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So I'm playing golf the other day with my buddy Southern Brad, who I've talked about in other podcasts. And we're kind of talking about some of the episodes that I've done in the past, and I start talking about losing stuff. And he's like, why don't you make that an episode? You know, people who lease stuff. And he starts going through this whole diatribe. He's a funny guy. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do that. You know, I could talk about how other people lose things. So not but two holes later, I go to get my driver on the tee box. And I think we're on the, the fifth hole. And my head cover is missing from this new driver I just got. And he starts laughing. I'm like, holy shit. This can be an episode because this probably happens to me more than i like to admit. So now when you lose something like that, you have like three options that I could think of. One is do nothing. And years ago, do nothing was probably the option because you could always get some kind of sock with a little ball on it and that would go over your woods and small drivers. But the driver heads now are so huge that you have to have these proprietary head covers that just fit over them. So... Your other two options are go to the pro shop at the end of your round or when you make the turn, tell them that you lost it and hope that an honest person is going to return it. And that happens a lot. And the third option is turn around and drive backwards and go back to where you thought you left it. And when you're playing and you're playing at a very popular golf course, there are going to be foursomes and foursomes behind you. So now you got to like swim upstream like a salmon. And you've got to try and do it without interrupting their play to get back and find your head cover or approach them to see if they picked it up on the last hole. Either one of those is you just feel so embarrassed. But everybody does it. So And if you want the head cover, it's worth the embarrassment. So now the other day... I start heading backwards, and the foursome behind us is in the middle of the fairway from the previous hole. They're about to hit their second shots. So now I've got to wait. You don't want to approach people while they're swinging a golf club. I mean, anybody that's swinging a golf club, the only thing they want to see approaching them is the cart girl. And even there, they'd like her to stop and wait till they've hit, and then they drive over to her. So now I have to wait. They've hit their shots. I'm now driving up to them, which is embarrassing But one of the guys who had found the head cover knew I was approaching him because I had lost something. And he just walks out, holds the head cover up in there. I'm like, yep, that's me. I forgot it. I lost it. I thank him. I get it. I put it back on and I go back. And now Brad and I have to hurry up and, and, you know, and play the next hole. But we're laughing about it. And I'm like, that's funny. We lose things. We just do. And it just so happens while I'm writing this episode the other day, I stopped writing it and I went out to play with another buddy of mine and I'm telling him about this episode and we're going out and I'm going to get my putter at one of the holes and my putter head cover wasn't on my putter. And this is a cool putter head cover. It's got like these four-leaf clovers. I happen to like the brand Live Lucky. I've got hats. I've got other things. And this head cover is a Live Lucky head cover with all these four-leaf clovers. So like an idiot, I kind of I like it. I embrace it. But now I've lost it. And I'm like, oh, so now I've got to go backwards, and there's a foursome of really good senior golfers behind us. I mean, these guys are hitting every shot. They're probably shooting in the 70s, really good golfers. The last thing they want to do is see me. So again, I wait for them to hit their shots. I'm driving up. I just go to one of them. I go, hey, have you found my – he goes, nope, didn't find it. I don't know about the other guys. And by this time, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to interrupt them too. So I turn around. I go back. I keep playing. And I'm playing in hopes that when I get done, I find the head cover. And to sum it up, I did. I got done, and I walked over, and we got this really cool guy handling the carts now, and he had it in this area where people tend to bring things. So you know, I looked out on that one, but it was an unnerving experience. I just hate losing things, but I've been prone to it for such a long time. <laughs> So here's some advice, again, from a guy who lost a driver head cover and a butter head cover within a week of each other. I haven't lost irons in a long time, probably for two reasons. Number one is I have them labeled. So in case I lose it, there's a good likelihood a good person, an honest person is going to text or call me, or at least bring it to the clubhouse and they'll call me. The other thing is when I get to a green and I've got wedges in my hand or whatever other club I have that's not a putter – I lay them on the green, and I tend to lay them someplace between the pin and the direction of where our carts are. Because I know after I've made a putt, all I'm thinking about is walking to my cart. And I'll trip over them, or somebody else will pick them up. It's rare that anybody ever leaves a green when there are wedges sitting on the green. I mean, for those of you that don't even want to do that, there is another mental drill that's very effective that my partner taught me. And this gal knows where everything in her place is. I started this new fitness regime that requires a lot more walking and and hill running. And so what happens is when you, when you start to do that, you build up these, uh, you start building calluses in the back of your heel. And I needed some Band-Aids. So I'm over at Tracy's place the other day, and I'm like, Hey, hun, do you have any Band-Aids? And I swear to God, she's like, Okay, what you want to do is you want to go up to the bathroom. There are three cabinet doors. You want to go to the third one. You want to open it, and there are three drawers. Pull out the, the bottom drawer, and right next to the Neosporin, you're going to find the All All right, so I thought this might have been an aberration. So maybe a day or so later, we woke up, and I had the worst hangover. I become a fan of Woodford Reserve, and I might have been overserved. So I wake up, and I'm like, oh, somebody's got to stop the pounding. Well, the pounding was in my head. So I said, hey, where can I find the Tylenol? Now, she comes from a family of pharmacists. Her father was a professor of pharmacology. Her sister and brother-in-law are both pharmacists. So she knows more about drugs than anybody I've ever met. And she goes, oh, acetaminophen? She goes, you don't need Tylenol. The generic is just as good as Town Hall, and it's less than half the price. And I'm like, oh, okay, where is it? And she goes, what you want to do is you want to go downstairs. You want to go in the kitchen, open the pantry door. There's a little basket on the lower left shelf, and it's going to be there. It's probably right in the front. It's, it, it's got a green top to it, and if it's not there, it's probably three bottles back. And I'm like, I give up. She knows where everything is. The reason she's so good at remembering everything is she has a method. She actually has a mental, physical method for remembering things. And to do that, she goes through this simple physical routine. When she's putting the bottle away, she'll go of acetophen... She says it three times like Beetlejuice. And when she's doing that, she makes a fist. And what that does is that puts this memory implant in her head. And I'm like, yeah, come on. Well, I have been doing it ever since, and it works. I mean, it might look goofy when somebody gives you something, and you're going to put it down, and you're like, you know, Woodford, Woodford, Woodford. But still, it really works. I would just say do it silently. Look. It's not easy keeping track of all your stuff, particularly if you're a golf hoarder like me. Once in a while, I take my golf bag out of my car just to organize it, and I'm dumbfounded with all the crap that I've been keeping in there for months. You know, I keep throwing stuff in there in hopes that a need will invent itself. But just the other day, we're going out for a run walk, and Tracy goes to me, hey, do you have a Band-Aid? Because she got these new kicks and she was getting a blister on the back of her foot. And I told her, go to my golf bag, top right zipper, red CVS container. And there was one Band-Aid there. Hell yeah. Band-Aid, 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 motherfucker. I don't think anybody has the silver bullet on how to stop losing shit. All I'd say is if it's really important to you, figure out a way that's best for you so that when you leave the golf course, you have at least what you brought there, if not more. You've been listening to Tales from the First Tee. I'm your host, Rich Easton, recording from beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. I invite you to visit my Facebook page, my website, my Instagram page, all Tales from the First Tee. If you hate it, don't rate it. Talk to you soon.